0: Anyway, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Uh, so you've joined... So have you joined Clubhouse? Because I sent you the invite, I, right?
1: I, I'm trying to, but Clubhouse is amazingly so... Ex- I mean, I, I didn't know about it, but I, never knew, so I I thought I could download it on my Android phone and you know I use Huawei phone. So I tried to join yeah. it and I couldn't join. So apparently Clubhouse, you can only, only on use it on iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right? yeah, yeah. And
1: your yeah. iPhone OS have to be, I think... OS 13 um, onwards, And uh, my iPhone is super old So I haven't updated it So I had to update it And I haven't joined <laughs> it
0: yet <laughs> I haven't joined it yet Fair enough So basically We're going to talk about t today Which is um, The app That launched like half a year Or like a year before Clubhouse launched So not before Clubhouse got famous Before Clubhouse even launched, right? So that that being said, you we're going to talk about this today, and you haven't tried either of them. Have you tried Tijuah?
1: I've I've tried I've sort of browsed through Tijuah. You know, it's quite I haven't compared it to Clubhouse to be to be to be very honest. Um, mm-hmm. sort of browsed through Tijuah, found that found it to be quite an interesting app, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, for those who's not too familiar with it or who haven't really used Clubhouse <laughs> like myself, um, DJ is probably an app whereby you have individual chat rooms um, whereby users can join and then you can have a different conversation on certain topics. So each and every chat room has a specific topic that, you know, while you're browsing through the sort of a gallery or the lobby, you can look at the different topics available and you can choose to join different rooms that have different discussion topics. So each room has about, I think, six to nine people and then you have a whole bunch of um, listeners at the site for certain rooms that allows for that. So it becomes a rather more user, very engaging, engaging, I would say, conversation-engaging software um, for people who would like to have discussions with strangers in some sense.
0: (laughs) The way you put it (laughs) is so weird. But yeah, it's (laughs) interaction-focused, essentially. Um, I actually downloaded T-Drop, but as much as I've used it, I've never... I've never actually participated in one of the conversations. So I've listened to some of the conversations, uh, but I haven't like to be fair, it it didn't really attract me. Um maybe because I don't know, maybe because I feel like I I don't I, I don't know. Like I I guess it's it's a bit weird. It, it, it's definitely something so when I so t- uh, sorry, we're going to bring it back re- re- really quickly and and just to talk about you know, today we're going to sort of present Titra We're going to talk about a little bit about the uh, the interview that the product manager of Dizhua gave um, to one of the uh, the Chinese publishers. In which he actually talks about Clubhouse. And so this is why we're going to, I mean, everyone would think about the association uh, for sure. But we're actually going to, not in our own words about the differences, but actually in the words of, you know, the uh, the product manager of Dizhua and how he sort of... Um, um, presented the whole thing so I'll, I'll talk a little bit about this and then I think you wanted to talk a little bit about the um, the business models and then we'll, we'll discuss a little bit about our own opinions but yeah so I'll, I'll just give a <clears throat> quick summary of the, um, the interview because it was quite interesting they were saying themselves because I was talking about the fact that you know I didn't really get caught into it but they were saying themselves that they were really targeting the, the younger generation right so like the um, the after f- 2000s or the after 95 yeah. old, um, sort of population but you know they he was describing the fact that they actually experimented a lot because so you didn't use clubhouse but clubhouse is like super simple right so actually actually I get I, I get I, I used clubhouse even more I think than I've used the draw although like I've drawn clubhouse much later just because um, I use Clubhouse to follow some of the talks that people that I follow give. And I feel I like this is the way I use Clubhouse.
1: I think what what's interesting that I... I mean, to, to be honest, I mean, it's my first interaction with both apps so when we talk about this, right? And the vibe that I get from it is that um, yeah. Clubhouse is a lot more organized, right? <laughs> people on it are there to to listen, are there to learn, are there to... Um, there, there are figures of authority who comes into or experts who comes in to talk about what they know about the space their knowledge and and sort of provide a different insight to to the industry or what the topic that is meant to be discussed whereas yeah, so yeah. listeners would learn from it but detour is more on the pure social element for our users to actually discuss right you, there isn't a figure Um, A representative figure there to to guide or or to educate the
0: public. It's just... Educate. It's just users there. Right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. No, no. And definitely, I think... So, the product manager was talking about this. And so, the thing that you just described, he described it as the fact that Clubhouse is actually just much simpler in its use. It's one feature, which is like creating rooms. And, you know, we'll talk a little bit about the differences that he points out um, a bit later on. But, you know, he's saying that, you know, there are less features and there are a bit more focused, as you're saying, influencer focused in that sense. And he described it that for Tijua, they didn't really want to bring in influencers because once you are bringing the influencers and stuff, you're bringing a lot of people and you might not have the cash, the capital to sustain, you know, all the costs that is behind maintaining the servers for for the people that are, are, are going to be new joiners right and but one the, and then you 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 tell me but you know like the same thing actually if you join clubhouse one of the first thing they say is like we don't want to grow too fast we want to grow organically and this is why they have a on invite only system at the moment right because they describe themselves as being in better. So actually like he, he points that so I really I'm just gonna preface the whole thing by saying that I really like this interview because the guy the guy, the product manager from T actually talked about Clubhouse in a very healthy manner, as a in a very healthy competition manner and didn't like just say, Oh, we do we didn't do this because we're better or whatever. It's just like he 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 really pointed out that, you know, he thought that it was amazing how Clubhouse, you know, was able to not only bring in, you know, the people into the platform, but also create creating this vibe of exclusivity, this hype about it. It's sort of like, you know, two birds, one stone sort of thing. It's like you're limiting the people so you're not having too much cost at once that will break your servers and then, you know, like, decrease the quality of the user experience and everything. But at the same time, you're really creating a brand, you're really creating, you know, topics around your your clubhouse. It's like, oh, do you have an invite? Oh, you know, how do I join Clubhouse? Oh, what is Clubhouse? You know, like by, by the fact of how it works, it creates this natural differences that you pointed out whereby, you know, like Clubhouse is a bit more like sort of a almost as in you were doing this sort of virtual conference or like this, you know, virtual forum. You we, we will have speakers, but then you have tons of people like that could ask questions and have discussion. Whereby like Tijuana was much more focused on like small group of people just talking to themselves, right? And they were, and then you know like one of he he was describing you know like there are very a lot of different topics that people, people join, but like one of the thing is like poetry. And then he said that there were like tons of groups of poetry that they would just gather every week. And then just like, everybody will be talking about a poetry. It's like such a, it, it reminds me a little bit about book, book club sort of culture, you know, but like a virtual book club. So you have exactly. this very, yeah. You have this very different um, sort of approach to w- what, what seems to be, Quite of the same thing you know which is basically online social interaction through voice and and we'll talk a little bit about this later because i, I told you yesterday that i thought this this whole voice thing is is quite interesting right but i'll just i'll just finish um really quickly with the um the interview because you know he he was um talking about like the brand uh, about you know how clubhouse is doing about their launch but he's, he's also saying about the fact that you know this whole voice interaction is going to be it's easily replicable for bigger brands but it's actually it's actually quite a big barrier to entry because it's as anything UGC sort of related you know the same way YouTube or whatever you know like the biggest cost of YouTube for example is not uh, advertisement or like whatever it's it's about maintaining the servers to store all of these videos that you know users are sort of generating right and the same thing, he was saying that actually you would soon realize if you're trying to do the same app as Clubhouse and Tidra is that there's a huge cost, you know, and it's a variable cost because each time you add a new users, each time you add a new room, you have to add extra servers, you know, extra bandwidth to support this amount of like content and information passing through. Uh, so he but he said that, you know, like he's expecting, you know, like the big brands so that Weibo or uh dope so all of these sort of like social platform to, to get in and yesterday I don't they didn't announce this yesterday but I read about yesterday that you know Xiaomi is reviving one of their very old social network thing which is going to be Xiaomi chat and it's going to revolve around this sort of voice social interaction thing. So you're already seeing people to to move into this space because they they don't want to miss the next big, you know, social network effect, essentially.
1: I, I think what's interesting about this is that Instead of comparing Detro to, to Clubhouse as, let's say, you know, it's a, it's a direct um, competitor across different regions, I think their yeah. market position is very different. From more broad perspective, it's more of a tool um, that people can use in this space, right? I don't think they are really competing with each other. It's just that their functionality at, at this moment in today's environment is similar but what people yeah. use it for is vastly different. And this brings the to interesting topic of what of what you brought about, right? What you just mentioned, which is that this is actually I, I I personally think this is sort of um uh introducing you know users or the general public to to a new form of engagement, right? It's a new form of entertainment, which is sort of social interaction through voice recording. Not voice recording, right? Through through social chat rooms, uh, voice yeah. chat rooms, right? And it's is on a very, very different level as to what we have. Where we always think about short videos, Uh let's say TikTok, which has been very very famous for the past past one year, and so, uh um, and quite so and so on, right? And then in the past, it's Facebook, Instagram, and so on. It's is a very different kind of, entertainment and, that you that, that that's shifting towards it, whereby users are actually engage in discussions with people of the same mm-hmm. common interests who have the same yeah. you know uh, same ideas and they, they want to, to interact with like-minded
0: individuals yeah but i think in this sense because you mentioned tiktok and short videos um on the entertainment side i can see but i feel like if we bring, if we bring it to the core about the social interaction i think it's uh we're actually evolving from written to spoken more yes. than like, you know, because I feel like the comparison you would make is before you would join Facebook group, you would join Reddit subreddits, you would join forums. You know, like you you, you join the online communities through written form. And in now, the very
1: old in the very old days I would call it if you remember ICQ rooms.
0: Oh god, yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. I, I think I, it gives off that similar vibe. But yeah, in a vastly yeah. different environment.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's. I think this is what, basically, I feel like I'm interested to see, you know, if it's going to be... Because what the product manager, when he was doing the interview, was saying is that, you know, he's really differentiating... Like, he's he's saying that Tijuana and Clubhouse are, like, platforms, but this whole form of interaction and the reason why he's expecting all the incumbents to move in is because, you know, it's not... It's not going to be like a winner takes all, like sort of Facebook, or whatever. Because it's it's more just a tool. The fact that people are interacting through voice, this is something that will have a positive network effect. The more sort of the more players move in, the more people are going to accept this new form of interaction, and then the more you're going to be willing to go on on other platforms and sh- and see and, and and other niches. You know what I mean?
1: I think I think you know it goes back to the idea of how how the tech world evolves, right? When there's a new product that comes in that's completely new to the to the population, it takes time to change people's behavior, people's preferences, and people's, um, you know, it takes time for users to accept it, right? Yeah. And yeah. this is the, the education moment, just like, maybe not the best example, but, you know, what Google did or what, what Uber did, right? It educates yeah. users yeah. about, you know, this kind of things, and eventually it will get to a point whereby, it makes sense whereby users are completely comfortable with it. They are they, they are able to adopt the technology, and that's mm-hmm. when I think these platforms can start thinking about what's the next step in their commercial model in their business
0: model. Yeah, right. So okay, How let's, they... let's talk a little bit about this because I know that this is a topic that you really uh, you're really keen on. So the business models, and so I'll, I'll quickly touch a little bit about um the what he said in in the interview about trust business model you know like how are they going to generate mm-hmm. revenue and so one of the things he said was obviously gifting because you would not have you know in most Chinese apps you could always have this sort of gifting um always have this gifting um features and you know I was I was trying to think about it like so the only way I was I, I could sort of relate to this gifting thing was through like uh, poker and like online sort of old school poker games that you would have on facebook whatever and then you would sort of gift but those were free you know but like because i'm trying to think in which sort of circumstances are you, are you going to gift someone that you're speaking to you know uh, and then you know buying actual gifts it's it's something that's a bit that i'm a bit unfamiliar with it's a the different
1: I, I guess it's a different i mean there are multiple ways to monetize you know through that gifting is one way i think that's an idea that's that's a concept, an idea that's a lot more common in in mainland China. Um, yeah, and
0: then the second thing he said was like adding time, so which made much more sense to me. So he said right now on Tijuana the rooms are like free for forty five minutes, and if you want to prolong the room, you can, and then you pay like it's very cheap. You know, it's like twenty pence in terms of uh, GBP. But, you know, he said, if you want to add more time, you just pay 20 pence, and then you can add more time. And he said, like, one of the examples he gave... Because he said, like, obviously, if you just want to f*** the system... Sorry, uh, I have to beep that out. If you want to f*** through the system... You still have to beep that out? (laughs) If you want to game the system... If you want to game the system, uh, you uh, have to... um, You can always uh, just create a new room, and then continue talking there, you know? But in... um, he said, but like, there are actually people who uh, who just want to stay in one room and like, he, he, he said two examples which were fascinating to me but actually makes a bit of sense to me, believe it or not. One of it is like, people who sleep together. So basically, hear me out. Basically people that, that, room.
1: Sorry, let me just interrupt. That, that's going a bit
0: um, borderline form of entertainment, right? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. It's, it's basically people who just connect through the voice chat, and they will all go to sleep, you know, like, in their own rooms, and, you know, all separately, you know, it's nothing uh, um, R18 content or whatever, you know, it's very genuine, people just go to sleep, but they have this sense of security that there's someone there, or, or, or whatever, okay, I'm, I, I don't do it, but I feel like I can sort of understand it, and, and here's why, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give the second example to say why I sort of understand it, the second example is that this sort of passive presence or, like, They would all study and they would like have their phone connected through this voice chat. Uh, But they will all be studying, you know, and they don't necessarily have to interact a lot. But at least there's someone there. And I feel like I can sort of understand this because I will probably do the same thing, not for studying and not for sleeping, for sure. (laughs) Because I hate any, as you know, I hate like, I cannot tolerate anything less than pitch black room and like death silent room. So this is definitely not for me. But... I could do this for, for example, when I work. Especially because I've been working at, you know, at home for like a year now. And as much as I don't necessarily miss going to the office, I s- sometimes I do miss the fact that I could just, you know, talk and that there'll be someone there. You know? Or like, you just have this presence next to you or something. He- and I, I feel like
1: presence.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, sort of. To the point
1: of sleeping, I, I, I was just gonna raise it up for with jokes, but it reminds me of... Mm. What's that horror show... Whereby <laughs> there's someone who, who um, the killer who actually watched you from the camera. I forgot what is it was, so- social network or something like that. But yeah, uh, cut I this don't. Out. Uh, just want to mention this. <laughs> no worries, uh, just want to mention this. Uh,
0: yeah, so anyway, so this is. One of the example he gave why people would actually add time to, you know, like the rooms, it's not sometimes about because they, they just don't want to change room each 45 minutes, which, OK, that, that makes sense. And then obviously the last one, which he said that because Clubhouse is Clubhouse for for their monetization, they, they said about selling tickets, right? Like or, organizing events and sort of selling tickets and they would do then they would take a cut from like the, the tickets or the transaction that's been taken. You know, on on their platform, and DJ said, obviously, you know they would be learning that from Clubhouse as well. So, I mean, yeah, th- yeah. Go for
1: what what's interesting about um, Clubhouse or internal Silicon Silicon Valley is that uh, all these all these startups, they're actually very established way or methods that they can choose to monetize. That VCs and investors will guide entrepreneurs towards it, right? As if you if you want to look beyond getting. Uh, at revenue right I think for you clubhouse that? For, some, for something like clubhouse is it's, it's a very it's a very easy method right I think well, first of all you can think about VIP subscription and what I mean is that you can have certain subscription for let's say example right clubhouse was made famous by Elon Musk Elon Musk starts a room you know you need to subscribe to listen to him there you can charge a significant premium right you need to be a VIP to, to go into that room. Or you can have commercial tools and platforms, like let's say something like what you mentioned about um, have having additional live features for live streamings or having additional features for virtual auctions and so on for for your creators, right? You can charge them a fee for that, right? Uh, the third mm. the third method that that's Silicon that, that, that um Silicon Valley has has uh sort of come up with is, is what you mentioned right ticketing ticketing shows virtual life experience mm. which is essentially you know you you add you require you are required to pay a ticket to to join the room right yeah and the fourth is one that you are very you know very familiar with, something mentioned digital goods right gifting yeah All right the fifth would be um interest-based uh sort of paid communities which comes in the form of like you know you have certain particular groups. If you are interested in joining certain groups as well, you have to pay for it, or you get certain additional feedback or additional um, expert opinions from the from the from the ad that yes. that gives to the creator or about user data and so on and lies. A little bit like, like that.
0: a little bit like Patreon. I feel like Patreon would be a bit like VIP subscription and yes. tipping. Yes, yeah. exactly.
1: And the last one would be something that we are probably, probably very, very familiar with, which or, or, is just, just gifting, only you know, fans. tipping. Um, please edit that <laughs> out. <Sorry. now.
0: laughs> um, but the, the,
1: the, last, the last method... Okay, let me keep a silence. Just. The last method would be something that we are probably very familiar with, which is just giving cash, like Twitch, right? You know, giving cash to gamers, just tipping and donations. So, I mean, these are the various... Promising and easy monetization methods that you know, I guess Clubhouse and similar apps can can look towards. Especially even for teacher, I think I think it's something in, in China. It's 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 probably a more accepted concept to mm. to monetize in these methods in such very methods than in outside of China. I I personally, for me, so someone who is not who hasn't really lived in China. I would still find it a different concept to be to be tipping you know when I'm listening to someone on apps or to be gifting digital gifts, digital tokens and so on.
0: No yeah.
1: Whereas I think it's a very common t- thing in, in China to do that. like people do find it acceptable to be paying a small amount for, for entertainment online.
0: Well uh, actually not just a small amount. I actually I think you know pe- people are more.
1: More because, generous, I would say, <laughs> in some instances I, I, I've seen.
0: I feel like because we... So it's, 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 it's like a, a lot of things in China, right? Because we sort of skipped a generation and consumer behavior and stuff. There were a lot less sort of reluctancy about spending online. And I feel like, you know, we've been... You know, even the beginning days of Tencent, you know, on QQ... I don't know. Have you ever used QQ?
1: I've heard about it, right? Um, okay. The the where you buy you buy skins and then you buy icons exactly. and so on, right? But can Started you imagine
0: like this? 2003? Can you imagine this? Can you imagine this on MSN? Can you imagine <laughs> if you had to buy a profile for MSN? Like you you would be like I mean like and and this is the weird part because I grew up with both culture right? I had both MSN and QQ and I would have never thought about spending a dime on MSN, but I would have never like. I I, like, I, would, I didn't spend that much. I I didn't spend that much money into QQ. But you know, like because my cousins and so on, like they would have like really cool sort of avatar and stuff. So I really wanted those. And you know, like they they would buy it for me. What I would buy it myself.
1: It's uh, <laughs> it becomes a um, an authority to flex.
0: <laughs> well, yes, but it's it's sort of this model or like this sort of behavior and this sort of like a habit is much more, you know, people are much more willing to spend online. And they're, and especially even today, there is a, uh, I mean, there's a big, how to say, I feel like we're, we're sort of now networked, well, sorry, not networked, we're sort of trained now to have everything for free. And I was thinking, and I was thinking about this in a, in a really ridiculous way is that a lot of the time you wouldn't even pay like a pound or two pound for a nice iOS game on your iPhone. Yeah. Because all the games are free, but then you will have ads, you will have like, so, you know, like a lot of in-game purchase. And, and I don't think this is healthy, but unfortunately, this is the, the state where we are, right? But anyway, we're going a bit out of hand. But why we tr- what I was trying to say with all of this is because the, the reason why the business models would differ is definitely because of this difference in consumer trends and consumer behavior that exists in China and, and the rest of the world or like the Western world in general.
1: So the other topic that on, uh, I would probably want to touch on is you know when we come back to the whole ecosystem of let's say sound-based products or sound-based technology that that's mm-hmm. sp- starting to introduce in, in both China and and outside of China, like yeah. representation representation of China is Tito and representative outside of China is Clubhouse, but going forward, yeah. if <laughs> think about whether <laughs> yeah. whether whether such. Whether such an app can flourish well, I think yeah. there is a. It's very important to think about the compliance part of things, um, yep. or rather, r- I, rather, the moderation part of things. Because I think across, let's say, for video apps or, or written articles, it's actually relatively easy to create, um, well, yeah, you know, and moderate the content. But then when it comes to voice, yeah. right? How it, yeah. I don't think AI systems are that accurate in, in moderating what at a voice and, and ensuring that it's compliant to certain topics just just as yeah, an okay. example right if how do you yeah. determine let's say someone makes a funny noise um mm-hmm. how do you really think that is it an R18 content for making that funny noise or R21 yeah. content
0: right when you can't so, see so, for sure so, okay, well, uh, uh, on this topic, which I think is very interesting, because one of the things that um, Clubhouse is saying is that basically you would not leave any recording. So they were saying, you know, they they don't want to have any recording. It's, you know, once you're done with the room, nothing's left behind. So that has raised, I think this was sort of like, this was sort of taken as a good thing for privacy, but it's it also raised certain eyebrows about, you know, like, um, what you're saying compliance and like moderation on the platform because i feel like you know the past few years has a big focus on platform moderation about you know content about you know like youtube you know which videos could be put and especially these days with like trump being banned off twitter you know like all the uh the storm the capital thing i feel like you know this this moderation and and it's starting to be a big topic so Deidre actually talked about this in an interview and they said, you know, for them, the way they moderate their rooms is that obviously they have this system whereby you can't create a room unless you have a certain experience, you've participated, you're sort of, you know, you have this sort of uh, virtual stamp of approval, quote unquote. But obviously then you have like um, curation on the topics of the rooms, right? You wouldn't like certain sensitive words, you wouldn't be able to create a room with that if you're, if you have like, you know, I don't know some some kind of malicious or ill intent uh, sort of keyword in your in your in the title of the topic for your room. Then you won't be able to do it. And then the last point we're touching on, because I I thought about this quite, for quite a bit, but also like one thing that we need to remember is that all the other social platforms are nowhere near perfect on curation and moderation right facebook is always on the fire for the curation and moderation of their platform you know reddit had had a ton of history about moderation and i feel like reddit is already one of the the best in terms of moderation because it's organized in subreddits but obviously there are subreddits that could i mean you know but but the
1: the problem is when you have a conversation like this let's say live right and you have listeners on it listening to it live how how do you actually moderate right the, the it is very easy yeah. for topics to to steer towards a direction if if someone has an intention to towards certain topics that could So be i sensitive. feel like there are t-
0: there are two things to what you said earlier right so like one of the thing you said like how do you can you even sort of analyze voices and stuff or how to and i feel like like anything you know if we can curate videos through ai uh, i'm pretty sure that you know voice is going to be at least a bit easier than video uh, in terms of like uh, analysis for AI but the thing is like obviously if Clubhouse is saying that they don't want to have any recording or any sort of like analysis on the voice, then you're gonna have to rely on if they do big events I'm sure that then you might have someone from Clubhouse or maybe um, that will be listening in just to make sure that you know there there is sort of a um, and then I feel like you're gonna have to rely on you're gonna have to rely on just um, the sort of a reporting system from your users right?
1: Ultimately, I think what's what's more interesting about these two apps is not that you know it's going to definitely be the leading apps of this industry or, or this this technology, but rather right now it's the front player, it's the early player. Um, it's in my perspective, it's a huge uh, opportunity going forward, a new form of entertainment, a new form of social platform that people will probably eventually get used to. And why I think yeah. it's attractive to me, even for me, um, mm. is that you you can play interesting games on it. Like yeah Shah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean you will play Langansa on Lan Lansa then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I think it's interesting, right? I mean Yeah, or similar yeah. kind of games. I was just coming I was just looking at teachers topics and one of it was no, but- uh, interesting games.
0: Yeah no but this okay so we will touch cuz we we're, we're going this episode is going to be quite long already but I feel like this is the last thing I really wanted to talk about which was this whole evolution of voice interaction because obviously you know like um so La is like werewolf the werewolf game uh, I don't I, I think I think it's just called I think World it's called the werewolf in, game in <laughs> yeah werewolf game is as a game that I actually played when I was really young um you know in Europe but, like, it, it got it got tons of traction in Asia. Because I say Asia because it's not only in China, you know. Like, it really got tons of traction in Asia. And people, you know, are much more, you know, like, uh, sort of You know, accepting about, like, games for, for voice like this. And these days, in China, one of the biggest, one, one of the big, you know, like, industry that is coming up and booming is Sa, um, which is basically, like, detective games. And detective games through. So it's sort of like Werewolf, but you know, it's a, it's it's how to say, it's actually like a ver- an upgrade to Cluedo. Have you played Cluedo before?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's the same thing, but you know, like much more complex. Obviously, each character has a much much more backstory, and then you know, like you have a detective and everything, and then, um, you it's you you watch the show basically right So you yeah, know it's, how, a, it's, a, it's
1: a killer it's a detective and killer game right You, you exactly you, you have no idea but what's the, th- the who the detective is or who the killer is and then it's a game to find out who eventually who the killer is solve the mystery
0: exactly right? and you and and you have like these apps that now like are, a lot of games through this um they are mixing both social interaction and gaming right and I feel like in the West, this is also being being really highlighted by Among Us, especially with game like Among Us, which is not very like technical of a game, right? I mean, don't hate on me, people who play a lot of Among Us, but in terms of like mechanics of what you need to play the game, it's not challenging. It's much more like mainstream friendly, and you know, it's it's sort of like I feel like this whole form of voice interaction is really catching on, not just in you know. For clubhouse or fruity drop but also in the games and you know we don't like I feel like especially if the mainstream platforms in China are also going to do it like Weibo and Doba and stuff I feel like it's going to be really interesting to see you know if Facebook cash in on it as well I- I- I'll be really surprised if Facebook doesn't cash in on it Facebook cashes in on everything